Welcome, 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 everybody, to the Shoots and Ladders podcast. I am your host, Pat, joined by my lovely co-host, Jen. Hello. And we are here <laughs> talking about <laughs> what might be the least uh, exciting... Well, actually, next week may be even less exciting because it's just one. It's just the superstars before we get to WrestleMania. Oh, well, we're going to watch... We are going to watch the uh, Road to WrestleMania. So that, yeah. That it's like exciting. a march to WrestleMania. But man. But that doesn't look like it's going to be that great. Top of my head here. <laughs> the word for this is uh, underwhelmed. Just underwhelmed. Period. Uh, we had a Superstars episode. We had a Raw episode. We are marching towards WrestleMania. What I've been told by me and Gene Ogerland is the largest toga party in the world. Can't verify that. But that's where we're at. We are going to cover the March 20th Superstars, the March 22nd Raw for the year 1993. Jen, give me a rundown. Go! Oh, boy. Okay. March 20th episode of Superstars filmed February 15th. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you got your typicals, your Savage Lawler Vince, um commentating but the opening is the whole kogan theme song with a montage of the megamaniacs then you get through the course of this episode one two three four five jobber matches boom uh, um we had real matches we had real matches, you know, with real people. Well, we do on Raw. We do on Raw. We have um, an interview with Lex Luger in ring with Lex Luger in his mirror, uh, starring a cameo by Mr. Perfect. We have some more camera tricks with our promo with Giant Gonzalez and Harvey Whippleman. Um, and we get more Crush on the Beach. And then that just that sounds like <laughs> such a '90s thing to say. I'm sorry, crush on the beach. It's just like, it, oh my god, that was the most '90s thing you ever. Oh, we get more crush on the beach with a pineapple. With a pineapple, it's a crush on the beach with a pineapple. Like what? <laughs> and then it's all sandwiched together with another Hulk Hogan promo. But the most exciting part of this episode I found was the coming next week. We are getting a Bret Hart music video. Sign me up. This is why I'm here. This is why I'm rewatching it. Sign me the fuck up. Underwhelmed. We had a whole week. <laughs> but aren't you excited for next week? Maybe. Maybe. It depends on the Bret Hart music video. Contract because... signing. Bret Yokes. Bret Hart music video. It's all I have to look forward to right now. This That's week. it. Because yeah. next week we don't even have the Raw. What do we have on Raw? What do we get there? Monday Night Raw. Well, guys, this is kind of exciting because we are joined by Vince, Macho Man, and the last time, Rob Bartlett. It's you Rob sure Bartlett's this, this is his last, last episode? show. Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah, because we put on the next one and he wasn't there and you told me he was gone in April, so. I think he's gone. Yeah, I'm going to double check. They going. had like a whole goodbye for him with the heavier uh, Raw girls, which <laughs> I can't. Okay, so this we get um, Damien Demento with... Repo Man versus the Bushwhackers as our first match, reminding us that the Bushwhackers are here and they just whack their way through the whole crowd. And as ridiculous as it was, it was probably the best thing we've seen the whole week. 100%. By the way, it's April 19th. April 19th. So we may have another one or two. Oh, okay. Okay. Squabbed in. Um, That's fine. But so we also get a Tatanka job a match. We get an Andre the Giant... Um. 
montage, like an homage to him. Um, we get a Money Inc. jobber match. And then we get Kamala versus Doink, which again, maybe this. I mean, this goes head to head with the Bushwhackers match, right? I, I would say we get right. two. We get two real matches. We get a little bit less bullshit. Um, you know, you know how Monday Night Raw be, and then it ends with Bartlett and the Ring Girls, the Raw Girls. Um, he like kisses one of them. You know, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's a vibe. And that is our week. We are just, everything is a hype up to WrestleMania. Every single jobber match at Superstars had the little pop-up, like, rectangle promo where the they're just, everything is a hype to WrestleMania. And um, it doesn't really seem like we're building any more feu- feuds. We're just surfing on the coattails. You know, we're just with our pineapples. You know, this is a special week as we're recording this. Um, hold on one second. You'll be able to cut that out. I just sneezed. Um, no bless you. Well, this is a special week in real life, too, because it is the Roll to WrestleMania. We are going to be um, you know, probably talking a little as we watch WrestleMania 39 this weekend in L.A., but it's such a stark contrast to, like, the buildup now and just knowing that they don't have to, like, necessarily sell you anything. Because this is what we were talking about, like, last night. Like, they don't have to sell you anything. It's just, like, there's just all they're doing is pushing this WrestleMania they took these fucking, they took these matches from February 15th, cut them together into one large hour-long promo to sell you on WrestleMania. They started with Hulk Hogan. They referenced at one point during the Money Inc. match that, like, Chiesa hasn't been around a while, so maybe that's how they're going to lose their match and blah, blah, blah. And do you know what's really funny they're just about like, that? Here's an hour on Saturday to get you to buy this thing in two weeks. You know what's funny about that, though? They do say that. As if he's the only person in that tag team. Because Brutus... How I've seen him half wrestle one time in the in the two in the year and a half we've been watching this. It's unbelievable. Like he, he it's doesn't matter. No, so no, no. Hulk Hogan can beat the two of them himself. Is basically what they're saying. It's just it's wild sure. because they just cut up all these the again like. Well, it is kind of cool to see how like now it's more of like a theatrical like performance thing, and then it was just literally them like you said piecing together parts of the well, thing to get people to pay for the pay-per-view because that's how they were making all their money right or uh, for this that's how they were making but monday night money. raw was literally a show so they're like here's a show we're going to show you this house show we're going to show you the fun of you know and the enjoyment of sitting there and turning your brain off and watching wrestling right so you know you think about it and you go you know there's plenty of people that don't like football baseball whatever it is and there's plenty of people that do and you're like why do you i mean we talk about it all the time with our dads both of our dads uh over the age of 65 the perfect demographic for baseball. And all they want to do is watch every fucking baseball game. Even spring training. You're like, how could you just watch that? Yeah. And it's just something that they love. And it, I get it. Just... Like, if you just have it on, like, you love baseball and you love your team and you just throw it on in the background. But, like, no, my dad will sit there and, like, analyze everything. And there's get nothing mad when they lose yeah. a spring training game. I and watched, it's like, it's not. I watch tons of football. I enjoy basketball. Mm-hmm. Like it's all, everybody has their, their things, which is just, it is what it is. But I just use that as an analogy here because, you know, I think I enjoy baseball and I enjoy following baseball and I enjoy watching baseball. Would I sit and watch everything? Not necessarily, but I mean, at, at this stage in 93, you're talking about one hour, your commitment to wrestling is two hours on television, one on Saturday morning. And one on, Friday, on Monday night. It's really not a large commitment. And it's fun to see, like, when you pull back the curtain. Because you know that the Monday Night Raw tapings are going longer, right? So you know that there's more that's happening. You're just seeing one hour snippet of what's going on. And it's just fun. 
It is fun. Well, sometimes I Superstars think Superstars is not. I, sometimes I do think they film too, right? I don't know. Sure, but but I'm just saying that when they're when they're doing that, you could see the one show versus the other. You could see the stark difference. Oh, it's it's night and day. And quality mm-hmm. of the product and quality of the storytelling because they have to do the stuff in ring versus you know. I mean, if you're in the crowd and that small little thing and the fucking bushwhackers running through the crowd, you're like, this is fun. Like that's fun to yeah, see. Yeah, like maybe I'll maybe he'll like my face. Yeah. Not that I want him to, but also maybe I do because I'm here for the show, right? It's one night. Like, yeah. It's one show. You're enjoying It's like, why do you go to, you know, an off-Broadway show or whatever it is? Like, you're going to enjoy the show and the evening. You're going to have a couple drinks. You're going to do whatever. And you're going to enjoy the evening. And I think that's what gets lost. And I think, you know, I just wanted to pause here for a second and talk about the newer stuff as we're going to. Because it's like, as you're on the road to WrestleMania, as you're getting there and they're hyping their main event, their Super Bowl. Star contrast between what I'm getting on one side here and what I'm getting on the other side. I literally, this Saturday morning episode, you can run through the matches. I am so underwhelmed. All I got was vignettes of each guy involved in the match, one side or the other, talking about how they're going to win. You got Shawn Michaels in a jobber match doing a doing a super kick to show you that he's going to fight Tatanka. You got all these guys in jobber matches yeah. showing you that they're going, who they're t- telling you who they're going to fight in two weeks at WrestleMania. Instead of being like, we're going to entertain you here and then also really entertain you there. You know, and again, I'm looking at, you know, let's say Monday Night Raw last last night, which was the Raw before WrestleMania, and they went out of their way to say it's Raw before WrestleMania. You know that nothing really significant is going to happen, but they're like, we're going to entertain you for three hours. They did their best. It was entertaining. That's all. That's all you can ask for. I believe they called it WrestleMania Raw. Right. <laughs> yeah, they actually... And, and like, they, they, they've just come... 30 years later, they realized, like, you need to entertain every time you're on TV or you're not going to get those ratings. I will say, though, like, it was kind of the same thing, only done better, right? Like, it, it was just seeing the people you're going to see, doing their promos, doing their, their silly match. Like, it was the same thing, only done well. To get you to watch. Because it's a because they've evolved the format to be like, we need to entertain you or you will turn the channel. Where it's like superstars is like it is what it is. Like, well superstar, yes, it sucks, but it's well, sometimes. But it was for kids, right? And it's something that they slap on Saturday morning to be like, Well, if you're not allowed to stay up late enough to watch Monday Night Raw or if you miss, missed it, here's what's going on. But what did you just, learn about the superstars? That that you're gonna have the Mega Maniacs. That's all you learned. You I learned what the card was. That's I all you learned. I feel like, and I know we've talked about it before, and we'll continue to talk about it. And I don't feel like, but it's just, it's that thing that when Vince wants something to go over, he just shoves it so far down your throat in such a way that if it's something I like, it makes me start to turn on it, right? Like, I wasn't... With the Mega Maniacs, I really, like, whatever. I don't I don't hate them. I don't love them. And they're just there. So I'm kind of like, okay, this is getting... Like, I see that you're trying to, like, shove this down my throat. You're trying to, like, brainwash me into loving this. And it's it, it makes me resist it. And he's done it with things I do love where I get to a point where I'm like, ugh, do I even like this thing anymore? Because Vince really wants me to. You know, like, I don't know if I like this this guy or this thing. Um, oh, and you just see it so... You see it so much. And I just... I'm seeing it happen with the Mega Maniacs. And with Hulk Hogan. But he's a promoter. I know, I know. But it's so, you know? like, it's just re-watching it. I mean, I know I'm just speaking the obvious here, but it's just so obvious. And it's like, oh, my God. It's almost like 
but he's a modern day. It's almost like part of what we're doing too, you know, and especially the idea where we're like, oh, you know, was Montreal a work or whatever, which is a half joke because it's just us rewatching this because and looking at it. Clearly, it was a work. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, even now, just you know, coming up to this WrestleMania, what is pretty apparent is that you know, people should look back. They really should look back at some point. I don't know who it's going to be, and it's you know, it, it probably will not be in our lifetime. Although, you know, they are making a Netflix show about Vince McMahon or whatever, I think a Netflix thing or something, documentary. But as long as he's alive and his family's alive and his image is there, I don't know if you're really going to see the, you know, the, the whole thing. But people are going to need to look back on him like a P.T. Barnum and be like, this guy really brought all of this to this audience, like at a different level. Because like you said, you're seeing the things that he's trying to push. And then as the, you know, 30 years later, you know more of the behind the scenes thing that's out, that were also going on. So you understand his relationship with Hulk Hogan and you understand how important they were for each other. You understand the steroid trial that was going on and why Hogan had to leave and all these other things that go on that when these people are long gone, when we're long gone, you know, hopefully some of this, someone could pick this up and be like, because they changed the media landscape. They changed what it was like for live TV. And especially now where you're talking about the only things that we watch live even right now, you and I together, the only thing we watch is wrestling live. That's the only thing we watch live. We might watch a couple shows. Football. Like, and football. Well, because I, I was going to say sports. But that's the only, you know, that's the only program we watch. because Morning news. Right, but that's it. we're middle-aged and that's what middle-aged people do. But other than that, like when we were kids, he was Ugh, fighting. cut that. I don't like that I said that. Nah, I think it's funny. Ugh. He was fighting to get you to watch his program and fighting to keep his promotion alive. But at the end of the day, he changed media landscape. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not like, listen, there's a lot of, a lot of things you could say about Vince that are not great, right? I'm just saying, um, I think it's interesting that obviously 30 years ago, watching him do it as a commentator and he himself shoving these things into your face, right? Like, he's just talking nonstop about how great... It's just... It's funny, because you know, obviously, that he owns it. You know you know the whole thing, right? So, like, mm-hmm. it's just funny watching it 30 years ago, and then it'll progress, you know? But, uh, yeah. Do you want to go through this stuff? Run through it. I'm going to I'm gonna tell it. you I'm underwhelmed, and I'm going to let you, let you run with it, because I, I think... I'm not running very far, so don't worry. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we said before we even got on, this is going to be short. We're already at mm. the 15-minute mark. And I said we, we always say it's going to be short, and then is isn't. Well, because okay. we end up having uh, little epiphanies, which yeah. I enjoy. And, I do, too. And, I think that's what makes a podcast fun, right? And like I said, you know, my big takeaway from all of this, like you said, just you running down the rundown and talking about it, is just how the, the genius of Vince McMahon is a promoter and a businessman. Right? Because that's what this all this was. This was a filler episode to get him to continue to promote his his show. And he is, like I said, truly a genius, you know? Well, I'd like to just make um, a correction. I think I said there were five jobber ep- uh, episodes. <laughs> jobber matches? There's really six. Okay, so we start the Superstars Money, Inc. versus Robert Thompson and Alan Reed. Um, all I got from this is that there is a new administration in town, a.k.a. the Clinton administration. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to have to pay your taxes. Boom. Your fair share. Boom. Which is hysterical because it's March 20th. So the Clinton administration has been in town for six weeks, but this was filmed on February 15th. So it's only been like three, Two weeks. Two or three, right? Yeah. Um, then Kamala versus Jim Gorman. Kamala's a man. You're a man. Kamala's a man. Also... They announce a new match at WrestleMania, and that new match is Bam Bam Bigelow versus Kamala. I'm excited for that. I have no idea who will win. I don't. 
think anyone wins because it doesn't happen. Why Spoiler you, alert. Why do you know the future? <laughs> why do you know the future? Because I have a DeLorean. And then we get an in-ring interview with Raymond Rigaud. How do you say that? Is it Raymond Rigaud? Take it and run. Okay. With Lex Luger. And, like, Raymond's asking him questions and he's just posing in a mirror, kind of, like, ignoring him, you know, being over-the-top Lex Luger. Talking about, you know, how impressive he is and all these things. And then Mr. Perfect pops up on the big screen. Boom, his big face on the big screen. 20 little TVs, boop, 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 making a big screen. His face pops in and he's talking about how, like, you know, he's perfect. And then he emerges from the curtain and comes out and lays his towel over the mirror. And the towel says, Mr. Perfect. And then he looks at himself in the mirror and he mentions how perfect he is. And then he goes away, and I thought the whole thing was very weird. And then Lex Luger is so pissed off, he takes a towel and he throws it on the floor. I mean, maybe that plays well for a crowd on February 15th. I mean... I don't, I don't have anything else, you know, maybe that plays well. It was amusing. Yeah. I was like, man, the 90s were silly. Um, then we get uh, Shawn Michaels versus Joey Mags, and we haven't seen Shawn in a few weeks, because I don't know if I mentioned this, but he separated his shoulder during that six-man tag on Raw a few weeks back. But since this was filmed February 15th... Be careful. Be there careful. Is. And fun fact about this match, besides the casual racism that Jerry Lawler's dropping about Tatanka throughout the match, it, I believe, is the first time we see Sean use his super kick as his finisher. Correct. Because he goes to do his back suplex and then says, nah, fuck it. I'm going to pin you after my super kick. Mm-hmm. So, sweet chin music. Um... It was good to see Sean again. <laughs> Keep it pushing. Event center with Sean Mooney. Um, we get promos with Undertaker and Paul Bearer. And it's... Yep. <laughs> it's Paul Bearer. Being Paul Bearer. Head Shrinkers do a whole promo, not in English. Loved so. it, by the way. Loved it. <laughs> Then we get a Bob Backlund, Larry Ludden match. And the whole time, the commentary is basically just talking about how old Bob Backlund is. I believe he was 42, 43. And Razor. And how Razor. how young and new Razor is. He's Razor is the one whose little face pops up in the box, you know, talking about how he's... To be clear, if I took Razor Ramon mm-hmm. out of context and Bob Backlund out of context <laughs> and didn't put Bob Backlund in just his, like, shorts, like his, his trunks, his, his wrestling singlet. Really just make him look like Howdy Doody completely? Like, if I just had them both dress up like like people, like regular people, okay. you'd probably be like, well, they're the same age, they're 35. I don't know. Razor Ramon looks way older than Razor you. Razor Ramon always looks... You know, Scott Hall looked older. 38. When he was 20, he looked 38. Yep. And when he was, like, in his... 40s, he looked 38. He was definitely the guy 36. buying everybody beer. Yeah, right? he looked he, like yeah. an older dude. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... I don't think Bob Backlund necessarily looks like he's 42. He looks like he's, like, in his mid-30s. Mm. Oh, whatever. Yeah, I'm just saying. They agree would to age. disagree. I okay. think it's more his, um... His... Maybe more his vibe than the way he looks. Like, maybe you're... I, maybe you're right. But, like, the way he... Even when you see him dressed with his hair cut, you know... If he had maybe a little bit of a cooler haircut or some facial if hair you, or like a in, t-shirt, maybe I would buy that he's in his 30s. If you put them in... If but you he put looks them in, very like apple pie next door dad. If you put them both in 90s neon and fanny packs and just said how old is who, right? <laughs> you know, Early Scott Hall, even if you look at like younger pictures, I've seen, you know, 
Cuba. I mean, it's since older in the like, 80s than he does in the 90s. It's wild. He had like a, that the wild, wild mustache. <laughs> I, know. Yes, I, know, I know. What a lord. What a lord. R.I.P. Yeah, he's the best. Uh, ugh, so sad. Um, Wrestle. WWF fan club. Mm-hmm. Not Man wants you to join it. I, I would like to. I want to join it. I don't know if it's still around. Then we get a promo. Johnny Gonzalez with Happy Whippleman. Tell me how you feel about this. I feel like I've seen the same promo in the same <laughs> setup 11 times now. I think they're in like a different environment this time. But sure. It's filmed still, the same way. It's still a three inch tall La- Whippleman and a 40 foot tall. I'll take you to the lessons we've learned. Brock Lesnar <laughs> is a massive human being. Last night, they had the weigh-in, Brock Lesnar and Omos, uh, uh, Omos, they had the weigh-in. And I'm just like, Jen, look how big that dude is. That's all you need to do is just put him next to a regular, put him yeah, Harvey Whippleman, regularly. we've already discovered is 5'7". Omos is fucking huge. He's 5'7". You don't need Giant Gonzalez no. to be doing kind of camera tricks. But no. it makes it so funny to me. Yes, it um, makes it be like, why, like, like, I know the audience is for children, but the dude is so big, just let my imagination make him be bigger. Okay. Then Don't we get... put him in the suit. The suit was just rough. I know. The suit is rough. The suit is, uh, you know, it's 1993. <laughs> WWF. I don't, <laughs> I mean, WrestleMania Report, Mean Gene, um, Pro for those who want to push their bodies beyond their genetic potential. Everything that just said there is steroids. Continue. Promos <laughs> like some... by. <laughs> Past your genetic potential. Oh, okay. So. What, mm-hmm. what I'm doing is, is clearly not what... Uh, 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 pro. It's just... It's wild. Use these supplements along with anabolic steroids. End scene. Yokozuna, Bret Hart, Mega Maniacs, Steiner Brothers. Those are your promos. Uh, the Mega Maniacs one? With the mask and the feathers and the yellow and red, I have decided that Brutus the Barber Beefcake is really looking like a chicken. Like a real chicken? Like a like a chicken mascot. Like he's okay. outside of like a, like a spicy chicken or like, a, like a fried spicies. chicken. Spicy. Ooh, I love some spicy. Any kind of chicken spot. Yeah, just kind of like. Teleport R.I.P. With like a, <laughs> with like a sign, you know. Um, come eat the chicken. And then Hulk gets really weird during this promo. Oh my God. He, Hulk got so sexual. That, like this is like, <laughs> if, if I had to guess, it was like. They filmed multiple one of these back to back. You know, I'm gonna put a pin in this, and I want you to put in the liner notes. Like, like when we write this, I want you to be like, uh, the episode where the first question for Hulk Hogan exists, right? Because I would love to ask him, be like that. You must be asked a million times. What's your favorite match? What's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? And I'd be like. In this episode, you cut this promo. Show him the promo. Be like, was this like the fifth promo you cut that day that this was like you just were having fun? Because everything he's saying is like a sexual innuendo. It's like, I'm in the gym and the lady's just watching me sweat and they're just looking at my pythons. And he's just so into being like overtly sexual the whole promo. But it's like they're wearing the same clothes. They're at the same place. So it's almost like, I just want to know like, how did we do this? Because like, did when did, you know, do you remember like, in 93, were you filming six promos at once, right? Did they just I'm let sure it run for 30 remember. minutes? But that's what I wanted. Well, he would remember how that would work. They remember how that would work. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he doesn't with remember the that camera specific like that. No. weird shit he said. But he probably would do that. My point is he probably, like, by the fifth take, you know, like how you have comedians on set and you hear them when they're filming a movie and they're like, we just kept the camera rolling. Because it's just like, is this, because this was gold. 
This was hysterical. Yeah, he said something like... My pythons, pump it up. The he, women just want to see the sweat drip off my pythons. I'm just like... He what? said he's going to do, like, extra pumps with his mm-hmm. pythons, and then I'm going to drip sweat on the beautiful women. Like... They were all after my pythons at the gym, and I'm like... I'm just, like, picturing, like, ladies, like... Like, are you, <laughs> like laying there under him while he's, like, doing bicep curls. Like, what? So you're picturing that, and what I'm picturing is, like, I'm picturing him, like, the way he, the scene he's setting is this just, he's surrounded by women in this gym, and he just walks in glistening with sweat, and as he's walking by, he's just, like, holding his arms out, just drip, just quenching their thirst with his fucking sweat from his pythons. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I have this cartoon in my head of just him just walking, and just, just dripping sweat, and just women just guzzling the sweat. Like, what are you oh. saying? Like, what are you saying, friend? <laughs> What are you saying? Because it's three, so good. two, three weeks ago, it's Hulkamaniacs, take your vitamins, do this, do that. And now you're like, I'm just going to drip sweat from my pythons and all the women at the gym. And I'm like, that's the guy that I, that's what I believe you're doing. Right. That, that That's you behind the scenes, not the selling vitamins to fucking children. That's what I got. I loved it because I'm like, it's what I want to say. It makes you know what? It makes me like him more. Yes, because I'm. And I just want to be like, is this like what happens on the fourth? Like, you know what I mean? Is this your fifth take? Like the first take for the kids, the next take we're just aging, and this is like for the women where you're trying to get them to thirst. Like, what is this for? Because it was hysterical. I laughed so hard because I'm like, like it's so, we rewound it. We're like, he didn't just say that, right? He didn't just say that. <laughs> yeah, pump the so, python. So the women, I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, we dude? gave this episode a lot of hate, but there are some gems, and this is one of them. I agree. Um. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh, Hulk Hogan. And then in that gym, I just picture in the corner, like, Brett and Lex Luger and Razor and Tatanka all in their Ico Pro shirts doing their Ico Pro <laughs> workouts. Um, we got another promo now. Okay, what do we got? We got Crush with a pineapple on a beach in Hawaii. I think that was a pre-crushed pineapple, by the way. I really want to know. Um, he... Mentions, you know, he acknowledges that people call him a pineapple head. And he says that Doink looks more like a pineapple because of the green hair and the, the beady eyes. Agree. Right? And then he crushes the pineapple with his hand. And I'm like, I wonder if he really crushed that pineapple with his hand. Because these are big dudes and they probably could crush some pineapples. I don't know. Or I, is it, I, is I it like either. crushed in the back where it was just easy to like fold in? Uh, I guess we'll never know. Um... But that was a fun promo. Then we get Doink versus Larry Sampson. Um, Doink obviously wins this. He looks pretty damn creepy with all his makeup coming off at the end. And this is... That is my my favorite Doink. When he's done with his match and he's all... Makeup's all smeared. 100%. And, yeah. He looks, just like, like, he look, he looks like a creepy clown. Yeah. That's what I want to say, right? Um, then we get more event center with Sean Mooney. Um, they mentioned... Uh, Bam Bam, there's a promo with Bam Bam, a promo with Tatanka, because they're having a non-match at WrestleMania. And then it ends with the Hulk Hogan, Immortal One is returning at WrestleMania promo. And then the teaser for next week, which again, Brett and Yokozuna are going to do a contract signing. And we're going to get a Bret Hart music video. And if it's the video, I think it is. I'm very excited. Because there's like a series of silly videos and... The Bret Hart one might be the best. Um, anything else you want to say about superstars as you try to take a splinter out of your foot? No. I called you out. 
Yeah, well, I am because I'm just like letting you run because I don't want to keep interjecting. I'm like, we literally are like, oh, this would be quick. There's not a lot going on. We're, and we're just going. Uh, no, there's nothing to say about this. We got to keep it pushing because there's just nothing. I'm just going on tangents about Hulk Hogan promos. I mean, please, this is why we're here. I know, but still, at some point, we got to rein it in. We can't do two hours on this. If anyone else watched this out of context, they'd be like, I, I, we're here to make people that do listen to this enjoy it. But if anyone's watching it like out of context, be like, I want to see what they're talking about. They might just be like, what the fuck? But it's like, nah, if you've watched week after week after week now of this buildup with these promos in the same fucking place. Because, you know, out of context, as a kid, you see like one or two, of, you, maybe you see one week of this, right? You see it one week. Fine. But, like, now I've seen it, like, for the past two weeks, three weeks in my real life, the same fucking location with the same fucking clothes and the same fucking promo. Just, like, different takes. And that's why I'm, like, I love this take, so. I mean, he's had some pretty sus promos in the past, though, where he was talking about burying their bodies out in the desert. And but the, I think he did that stuff anyway. This specifically, he did. the overt some... sexual shit on a yeah, Saturday Yeah, because I don't think of a Hulk as a, um... Sex tiger? A sex tiger. I don't. He's not a sex panther. I don't, yeah. He's, he's a sex tiger. He's not. He's a tiger, not a panther. Okay. Tigers are bigger than panthers. It's not a lion. I wouldn't say he's a lion. It's not a sex lion. I would give him a sex tiger. <laughs> I, I have nothing to say. Um, Monday Night Raw. Go. March 22nd. Manhattan Center. We're back at the Manhattan Center, which is where I want to be. Is it where you want to be? The answer is yes. It's tough. It's tough. Where I want to be, if I could go back in time anywhere where I want to be, is I want to be at, like, the hockey arenas, I think, more than this. Like, front row, mind you, not like in the rafters. So you'd want to be with me in 1999 when I saw um, Monday Night Raw at the Nassau Coliseum? Correct. Okay. Um, Damien Demento and Repo Man versus Bushwhackers. This is strange because we were teased... Weren't we teased Tatanka Repo Man? Yes. Okay, I don't know, maybe Tatanka... Oh, no, because he is there. So I don't know what happened. Um, I don't know either. Because that was... We we had just watched there, that, right? and then it had rolled in from the week before, because we had watched it, and then rolled in from the week before, and it started playing immediately on the Peacock, on the feed, and we were like, what the fuck? And then we went back and rewound it, because Vince had just told us the week before, so I don't Weren't know. Weren't we also teased, and I don't know if it was for this specific episode, but it... We were teased a Bam Bam Bigelow typhoon match. We were that talking, never happened. Yep. I don't, I, was it for this episode? So maybe, I, I don't know, maybe they were supposed to have some something go on to like, if Bam Bam, we're just going to play like, we're, get, we're guessing now. But if Bam Bam was supposed to be there, he's not. Right. And then maybe they were going to have them like, you know, run in on each other or have like a little squiffly or something. A squiffly. I a, a, a squiffle. I just don't know. Um, yeah, who knows? So that's what we get. Um, it the bushwhackers come in through the crowd. They don't even really. Damien and, and Repo Man are already in the ring, so they they don't really come out. But the bushwhackers go all through the crowd. They lick everybody's face. Um, pretty amusing. They do all the silly bushwhacker moves. It's, I love I love the silly bushwhackers yeah. for a house show for a house show for a house you know show. What to expect, and you know? especially Manhattan Center is so small. It actually was pretty fun watch. Um, and the bushwhackers win. I'm not shocked. No. No am I. Um, then we get Tatanka versus Reno Riggins. I mean, Tatanka's cheetah chops. Like, his, like... They're good. Oh, they look like they hurt. They do. 
It looks you like... You hear them, like, so It much. looks like we were watching the Impractical Jokers the other day when MJF, MJF smacked everybody. Oh, my you God. You know, AEW, but MJF smacked everybody, and I was like, oh, that really looks like that hurt. Like, you know, there's certain things that you're like... Yeah, because then they showed their chest, and they were all red. Ooh, um, yeah. And then we get our, um, Emorium to Andre. The True. giant, they do a little under the giant. Well, because he's going to be the hall in the Hall of Fame. That's why they're doing the hall they're first ever Hall of Fame, and the hall he's of the fame. first person. Yep. So they can have him in it. Uh, he's going to be the first person inducted. So they do a little montage about him. It was a little sad. Um, very sad. All things considered, very yeah, sad. Yeah, it was very sad. But he's so big. I mean, duh. But also, like, just him next to Vince is always like, wow, wow. It also makes me realize how big Hulk is when you see him next to Hulk and Hulk doesn't look that much smaller. Yeah. And he's smaller, obviously. But, like, comparatively, I mean, you see him next to Vince, who I think Vince is, what, like, 6162? And Vince looks like a tiny person. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, then we get... Then they, they, they kind of pan to the crowd and there's these three guys there and Bartlett yells, Oh, it's Jason, Billy, and Kevin from One Life to Live. I don't know who those are. I was going to look uh, into it. They could it. be. They could not be. They definitely were people. Yeah, no, they definitely were. Isn't One Life to Live like a soap opera? This is the thing that I was like, oh man, those look like young dudes that would be in like a 90210 type show. But who knows? Maybe it was younger people in soap operas back then. Or maybe just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it is one. It is a soap opera. Um, then we get our Echo Pro commercial with Brett. Loved it. Gotta love it. Then we get a Money Inc. match. We're, they're really just really pumping Money Inc. Because you but know. we still haven't seen Hulk Hogan and Brutus. Right, that's what just I was like. Uh-huh. All we're doing is just having Money Inc. Because Hulk Hogan's there. not working these shows. He's not doing no. this. So we just they have to keep bringing up Money Inc. Um, we got an Irwin chant. Yeah, it was what it was. Um, then we get a WrestleMania report. Gene mentions that it's nice to have Vince back. Because Vince was gone last week or something, right? Yeah, but Bartlett was pretending to be Vince, so then he comments about how it was like he wasn't even gone at all. Um, nothing really new there. Then Kamala versus Doink. And this is probably the most amusing thing that happens. Doink brings out a present for the like to the ring. He shows it to Kamala, then eventually gets him outside the ring, gives him the present. Kamala goes to open it. Doink jumps back in the ring presence empty but by the time he opens it he's counted out so then he's upset so um he goes under the ring he just he gets he's upset and he goes under the ring and then doink gets a chair and he's trying to he's like hitting the apron with the chair like trying to get kamala and then kamala sneaks up around him and this chases him into the crowd and it's a whole silly chasing scene. Um, and then Macho Man mentions he has a Macho Toga he's going to wear at I WrestleMania. And I'm very excited to see it because I actually don't remember the Macho Toga. So, uh, yeah. And then we get the three Raw Girls, like three of the heavier Raw Girls um, saying goodbye to Bartlett. And I, they kind of mention how underwhelmed he's going to leave soon. And uh, Underwhelmed. Then Bartlett kisses one, which is something nobody needs to see. I don't even think they wanted that. 
No, and you could tell he kisses, like, her chin, like, because he's not actually kissing her. So I, I felt good knowing that he's just trying to make it look like they're kissing. Um, but yeah, n- nobody wanted that. They didn't want that. It was not. Ah, uh, that's it. That's it. It's done. That was the whole. <laughs> that's that's the week. We made it. Looks like we made. It. I mean, we had a little more to talk about than we thought we did. I forgot about that Hulk Hogan thing. Ooh, that was funny. Best promo Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't even know if that's you know best promo Hulk yeah, Hogan. Definitely. Best dressed. Easy for me. Brutus, the chicken beefcake. Okay. Because like you said, the whole fucking thing all matches. Right? Yeah. I'm going to say the winner of the week, Hulk Hogan. Like I just, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, he's dripping his, his python sweat. Dripping python sweat all over the Gold's Gym. I like It's it just all it. like that promo is just the one thing. Because we really, this is a week we didn't have any Yokozuna sightings. No, we, we had, did. We had discussions. We didn't have like. He wasn't, like, we're talking about weeks ago he destroyed Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, and then he's you destroyed know? that guy, the, the jobber last week. Then he destroyed yeah, the yeah, jobber. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, he's around. Like, he's working. But, like, he's just not, you know, we, we backed off that because now we're really promoting this Hulk Hogan thing without mm-hmm. actually having Hulk Hogan show up and wrestle on TV. But he's coming next week to uh, sign a contract, so we're keeping that fresh, too. He's a real American. Uh-huh. No, I meant, I meant Yokozuna. I still meant that he's a real American. True. Um, <laughs> what was your favorite match? Probably Shawn Michaels, just because he's he's gonna. That's now a super kick. I mean, that's I had nothing to choose from. Because oh, I'm not no. I'm not gonna do a Kamala Doink match that like is a stupid count out. And the Bushwhackers <laughs> thing was fun, but like I mean, come on, the Bushwhackers are. Yeah. I don't know. I was gonna give it to um. gonna give it to the bushwhackers but if you want to give it to sean who am i to who am i to argue that's it like if i give it to sean that just that gives you carte blanche to be like that's my man's right Mm -hmm. so you just you just win fatality anything else you want to add here for this week what are you excited about for next week what are we going to talk about next week next week we're going to talk about a superstars episode and we're going to talk about the march to WrestleMania because that is also available on Peacock. So we can easily watch that. Um, which I believe there's a Macho Man Yokozuna match on that card. Um, I am mostly excited about this Bret Hart music video. I know you are. I'm so excited. I, and I just don't know what to <laughs> it's say. Gonna like, so, so... It's going to be so It's going to be so corny and I'm so ready for it. What about you? What are you, uh, what are you excited about for next week? And by the way, I, I think we're going to be, we're going to try to drop this later on this week so that next week when we drop our WrestleMania will be 30 years, you know, to the week. It's not perfect because the days are a little bit different, obviously. The only thing I can be excited for. I am for, so excited about Brian. The only thing I can be excited for is the contract signing. I mean, that's it. Other than that, Macho Man Yokozuna. I have a feeling the contract signing is going to end disastrously. I do too. Macho Man Yokozuna. I guess I'm excited for the role of the WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm kind of excited. About I think that. The Undertaker fights somebody too, so maybe that might be good. Um, well, I can tell you right now if you just give me one second. Beep boop bop. Bop boop beep boop. Bop boop. I do like those like Road to WrestleMania though. Like I do like some of these random ones though when there's no really like storyline. It's just like here's just a mat like here's matches. So that's fun. Like you know because they they they've done yeah. this before. Where you're like, okay, so this just like matches and you just put it on and be like, oh, this is fun. Like I these agree. guys put on a good match. You're really then just watching a match versus watching them attempt to do a television show. 
Um, okay, so we'll just go down the card real quick for this march to WrestleMania, because you're right, it is just some fun stuff. It just matches out of context. Yeah, it's Yokozuna, Randy Savage, which I'm excited about that. Um, it's Skinner, Mr. Perfect. Skinner, still here, still fun. with us. Yeah, oh yeah. Kamala Kimchi, so I guess we're, you know... Still doing that. He's got to get back at him. Money, Inc. Looks like they have a jobber match. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so does Tatanka. Um, Bushwhackers Beverly Brothers. Oh, that sounds... Like Jobbery. <laughs> oh, wait. What? Okay. So it's actually a, th- a six-man tag. It's the Bushwhackers and Tiger Jackson versus Little Louie and the Beverly Brothers. So... I'm out. I don't know what that Already, is. Already, I'm, I'm okay. you know, my excitement's gone now. <laughs> I was excited, and now I'm not. Undertaker and Bam Bam Bigelow. Okay. So, that's what we got going for the March to WrestleMania. I mean, at least it's something, right? It's true. And then we get our uh, Bret Hart music video. So, that's it. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. If you got through this, I hope it's a little easier to get through than some of these, than some of these matches. Um, 30 years ago... Coming up, yeah, would be WrestleMania nine, right? Yeah, that's that's yeah. what that's what we're building that's towards. Where we so are. you know, you listen to this Palace. podcast, and we get you ready to go. Yeah. So we're gonna get one more out this week, and then we'll have our WrestleMania nine episode. Yeah, um, really excited about that. Personally, that was my first ever WrestleMania that I watched as a kid. Um, I know it's not the greatest one, but it has a special place in my heart. So I'm excited. Um, we are on Instagram. If you would like to follow us at Shoots and Ladders, um, Shoots and Ladders, there's some underscores in there. I'm going to try to change it to Shoots and Ladders podcast or pod uh, because there's like too many underscores. But you know what? Find us. Please. Find us. Find the podcast. Enjoy it. We're on Twitter. What? BLC pod? BLC underscore pod. BLC. And we also have Shoots and Ladder pod, I believe. Oh, well then do that, that one. Has, that has no followers. Hi, so we don't know. Find it and... We don't know what, what we do. Um. <laughs> yeah, we're just working on creating content at the moment. The social media game will come next. Yeah. We, we got we got to find ourselves some uh, unpaid interns. If you're an unpaid intern, <laughs> unpaid intern, let us know. We're looking um, to, we're looking to offer an unpaid internship. He's really really stressed the unpaid part, Pat. I mean, hundred percent unpaid intern. That's what unpaid people intern. that's what people want to do. Um, we would love you to follow us and subscribe and give us reviews. And thanks for sticking around. Thanks, we everybody. Will, we'll be back soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye.